Well, hello there. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a more compassionate plant-based lifestyle. I'm one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. Now, whether you're a guest or hosting a holiday this season, being a vegetarian, vegan, or even just someone who's trying to reduce their meat intake, a reducitarian, as some people prefer, or flexitarian or something <laughs> like that, uh, it can be a little bit tricky to navigate socially. In this episode, we're going to give you some tips to help you navigate the hol- holiday season, no matter what your eating preference is. What tarian you are. What tarian. That's a good way. Uh, How to navigate, uh, not just with around food, but also around the folks. But before we get into that, we do have a new rating. Yay! Yay! Okay, so so this is from Trail Dancer, who says, Making our plant-based hearts dance. That's a, a bit, bit of a of tongue a, yeah, twister. Yeah, I was going to say. So you really having to concentrate on that one. Yes. <laughs> All right. So Trail Dancer goes on to say, I found Vegetarian Zen when I first went plant-based a few years ago. I had just run my second marathon and was craving normalcy amongst my carnivore friends. Often teased and badgered with the protein questions, I needed some words of encouragement and wisdom. I was introduced to podcasts by an old friend who also happened to go plant-based around the same time. After listening to Vegetarian Zen, I finally felt reassured and normal. It helped me overcome several insecurities, inspired me to try new recipes. I'm loving... I love smelling sesame oil now, LOL. And I do too. <laughs> I do You're not, not a fan of no. sesame oil, but I love sesame oil. And uh, they go on to say, it has also helped coach me in ways I deal with others. I often listen to the podcast on my hikes and trail runs. It makes my heart dance with happiness and often makes me actually dance on the trails. Thank you, ladies. Love, Amanda, aka Trail Dancer. That is so awesome. I love that. I love to hear when people say where we go with them, mm-hmm. you know, because I listen to so many podcast too and what's funny is when I even when I just go around the block and I'm listening to one of my favorite podcasts I retain a lot of information I don't know if it's the the uh, rhythm of walking or whatever that I just remember things and I can remember where along the path that I actually I was just gonna ask you that yeah I I do that too if I'm listening to something and I'm like in a certain place I I remember like where I was when I heard it it's just like with estate sales when we when we go sourcing estate Mm -hmm. sales to to sell um, so many times, like when an item actually sells, I look at it like, and I can remember exactly where it was in what house, you know, when we, we got it. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. It's crazy how your, your brain takes snapshots like that, right? Exactly. It's really cool. All right. Before we get into this, uh, into our main topic here, we do have a sponsor, and that is Buddha Bowls, the Vegetarian Zen Way. If you've yeah, been we listening just sold to a us, copy this morning. We did. This book is still selling. This is our very, very first book that we put together. So what happened was <laughs> <laughs> what it happened was <laughs> what it happened was usually on like cop shows when you see, when someone says what it happened was that's a lie. But this is the truth. This is the absolute truth. <laughs> we were looking for ways to make healthy meals fun and easy. And we were very frustrated, especially because, first of all, we talk about a lot of this stuff, right? And it is very difficult. It's challenging. It can be challenging. And that's why we started the podcast, because mm-hmm. we wanted to we wanted to share what we were learning along the way. But meal planning takes a lot of time. And it can be very challenging to really find well-balanced meals. Sure, it's easy enough to order a pizza mm-hmm. or go down to the local fast food joint and grab something very highly processed and not good for you. But we really wanted to focus on our health 
And along came Buddha bowls. So you may have heard them as hippie bowls, nourish bowls, what sunshine else? bowls, sunshine bowls. But I know you've seen these because if you have an Instagram account, especially, you always see pictures of these cool bowls of food. And I had seen those before, but I didn't really know what they were. But you know, there is a trick behind them with respect to balancing, having a balanced meal in one bowl. Right, because you can put anything in a bowl and call it a a Buddha bowl, but it wouldn't really be unless all the ingredients were balanced to create a a nutritionally sound meal. Right, right. right. So needless to say, as we started looking into Buddha bowls, we fell in love. And why we love Buddha bowls are, there's Ruthie. She's saying why she loves them too. Uh, They are quick to make. They make meal planning and meal prep fun and easy. And they're great for households, especially because we know we have a lot of folks in our in our community that have multiple food styles, mm-hmm. different styles of eating. So we have vegetarian, you may have vegetarian, vegan, omnivores in your household. Yeah, yeah. And it can be very challenging to make something that everyone likes. So in this book, you will learn what Buddha bowls are and why we think they are the perfect meal. How to create your own awesome combinations based on your needs and specific tastes, which is big in our household because... Larissa Why? and I have Why? very different tastes. I have taste when I have taste buds. Larissa says I don't, but I like you things burned spicy. Them all, you've, <laughs> you've burned all your taste buds away. You have to have. You've had. She's had so much hot, spicy stuff over the fifty-one years. <laughs> I think I, I think I came. I do think I came out of the womb just loving it. I think like your mom gave you bottles of like with a just stuck a nipple on a, a Tabasco bottle. Yeah. That's what I, I think. I love it. I love it. Well, and your salads are like mine are fully lettuce loaded, and, and hers croutons. are lettuce and croutons. Uh, and then you know some of the our ingredient. The book will also contain some of our favorite ingredient combinations. So we call these recipes, but we're, really what we're trying to teach you is how to make your own favorite combinations. Right. All right, so in order to check out the book further, head out to vegetarianzen.com forward slash Buddha Bowl Book. We'll also have a link in the show notes. And it is nicely priced at $4.99. That's right. Get yours today. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are we ready to get into the main topic? Yes. We are going to talk about this busy, busy holiday season. Yes. And and we realize right now we're kind of in the the midst of everything. Mm -hmm. But we're when this comes out, we will be right before Christmas and New Year's. So these tips will definitely help. Right. All right, so there are a lot of things going on during the holiday season, and like we said, making your way through potlucks and parties can be really challenging if you're trying to, for whatever reason, you're trying to reduce whatever, Mm -hmm. if you're trying to uh, stay away from gluten, if you're trying to, whatever you're trying to do, um, that can be really challenging. Right. And, you know, on a a different note, not related to what we're going to talk about, if you're a diabetic, this is a horrible time of year. I am having, I'm having a hard time with all of the the sugar and the cookies and the sweets and the cakes and all that stuff. And, and so just if, if you're out there and you're diabetic and you're got an issue with sugar, I feel you. And, um, yeah, you'll get through it. You know, the cool thing about the time we're in, by the way, you've been doing an amazing job. Thank I know you. how challenging it is for you, especially, especially like because you I love to bake and I, I can't let myself bake right now because I'll just eat it. Yeah. And, and right from it. Halloween, pretty much on yeah. <laughs> through the New Year's, it's all about food, yeah. right? Yeah. And we have no insurance, so I can't get sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I got to control that. Yeah. So, um, you know, but luckily... These, there's a lot of emphasis right now on different 
eating, mm -hmm. right? Preferences right. or needs, I guess, right. too. So plant-based diets used to be used to be considered very fringe, mm -hmm. you know, even when we were younger. Well, even not that long ago, but right. <laughs> especially when we were kids. Oh, if yeah. You heard somebody was a ve vegan or vegetarian. You're like, woo-woo, out there, yeah. hippie, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But these days, it's not really unheard of. And I think a lot of people are actually aware of that. So mm -hmm. if they're hosting, they, te they tend to reach out to people and see if there's any sort of uh, limitations, yeah, you know, things like, that they can people can't have. Yeah, even, even if it's just allergies too, right? That, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. You have to be careful with that. That's right. So our first tip here out of our seven tips is check in with your host. Mm-hmm. At, he or she will probably be checking in for the most part, but you know, you may, you may like, let's just say you're at a company mm. event that might be something where they're not going to check in with everybody <laughs> necessarily. But I know my right. company, the company I used to work for, they were pretty good about that. And right. they had options for people that had certain di dietary restrictions. So definitely reach out if you, if they haven't reached out to you first and mm -hmm. just let them know. Now here's the thing, be prepared for some people to, like just scoff <laughs> no i wouldn't even say scoff uh maybe just freak out a little bit because mm -hmm. like um they might they might not necessarily know what that means uh, right. or what that means you can or can't eat you know right. so I, even when i would go out to company events it's like oh, so what do you eat salad and like, <laughs> um do i look like well. i just eat salad <laughs> i do not just eat salad <laughs> So uh, make sure you just reach out to the host, put them at ease, and and uh, just well. And there's offer a way to help in whatever way you can. As that's well. that's a good way to do it. There's a way to uh, you. It's it's not a good idea to kind of bombard someone and say, "Look, I'm coming to your party, but I don't eat meat, and I don't eat gluten, and I don't eat this, and I don't eat that." The better way is to just ask. You know, yeah. um, is will there be something that I can eat? And then, depending on what the answer is, say, well, you know, I'd like to bring something. Can I bring something? Or You're going into I tip know, number two. No, but that's actually that's a good, good transition. <laughs> so let's do number two. Bring something. <laughs> so Peas and Carrots member Kristen Davenport Burns, who's been a member for a while, she says, bring something you know you can eat so you don't have to be concerned uh, be a concern to others. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. And just kind of what we were saying, I think it's all about approach. And it's not mm -hmm. to say you don't deserve some consideration, but I think in our society, at least I can speak as a as a citizen of the United States, we have an issue with entitlement. <laughs> <laughs> a little one. There's a lot of, I love this country, but you know what? We have yeah. a lot of people who feel very entitled to things. And the more of being grateful, I think would go a long way for yeah. everyone here. Yeah. So, you know, just like Kristen said, so you're not a concern to others. Don't feel like somebody owes you something. Right. Well, and the other th good thing about bringing something um, is that you'll let other you can let other people bring enough so that other people can kind of experience uh, something that doesn't have meat. Exactly. Now that gets to the second comment we had here from Bethan, uh, Bethan Corrine Allen. And she says, I like to leave as much of my offerings as possible for people mm -hmm. to sample. I live to hear the words, that's vegan, but it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> you did that so well. So much feeling. Thank you. <laughs> but it's true. And I just realized something. I said peas and carrots twice and I didn't give them <gasps> a what up, guys? 
High fives, high fives, high, high fives. fives. High fives. So our peas and carrots are the, that is our closed Facebook group on facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. It is, like I said, it's a private group. Now they changed it from closed to private. That's what they call it now. Yeah. That's what the kids are calling it now. And this group is amazing. And it is filled with people just like Kristen and Bethan who... Bethany. Bethany. Yes, oh, I'm sorry. I cut off I, the why. Well, yeah, you did. Um, but um, I'm looking in the next tip and she made a comment there too. Ah, and it's okay. Bethany. Okay. So. Sorry about that, Bethany. <laughs> uh, just like Kristen and Bethany who are just there to share a lot of cool right. information. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready to get into the third tip? Yes. Eat first. Yes. And Bethany also had a, a comment about this, a good one. So Beth- Bethany said, uh, in addition to bringing something I know I'll eat, I never arrive on an empty stomach. Eating before the party eliminates the stress of navigating a non-veg table and allows me to focus on enjoying the company of friends and loved ones. And we've been doing this mm-hmm. for seven, almost seven years, mm-hmm. ever since we became vegetarian. Uh, you know, we've got... Uh, a large family with a lot of gatherings for birthdays and, and holidays and everything. And a lot of them, we don't have any other vegetarian members in our family. Uh, and except, quite honestly, except my mom, but she never goes to anything anyway. Not very healthy offerings. Right. <laughs> but so a lot of the, the gatherings are at restaurants that are mainly meat focused, like steakhouses. So we learned uh, early on to eat beforehand. Yes. Oh, gosh. Remember that first time we went to a steakhouse? Yeah. We had just become vegetarian. Everything Even the salad had meat. had meat. Yeah. And we asked, well, can you, do you have a salad that doesn't have meat? No, it's pretty Well, made. it's all mixed in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. I doubt you'd find that now. That no. was even, things have evolved. Right, right. Okay, so number four. Don't use this as a time to educate. Now, that's not to say that what you believe is not important, not at all. It's just remember there's a time and a place for everything. Just like politics, just like religion. <laughs> yeah. And holiday parties are usually not the best place for those, especially when there's alcohol. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's a great point, too. And people just don't don't dig that. I mean, they don't like being cornered. They don't like being... You're just not going to win any arguments mm-hmm. there. All you're going to do, quite honestly, is is feed the stereotypes. That's right. That's really what you're going to do. So just be concerned with your own plate. And like we said, you know, keep your eyes on your own plate and, mm-hmm. and don't come across as the, you know, the, the soapbox person, whatever. Right. Was, you're going to find yourself alone in the corner. And also, but you know, you're going to find the occasional rude Gus, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody that's going to like insist on pressing you. Like or why are you not eating Turkey? Yeah. And just, just walk away. I mean, yeah. l- l- give that on the, again, another trait I think here, that we could all use some mm-hmm. coaching on <laughs> just walking away from certain situations. I know right. myself included. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, I mean, if, if, if somebody presses you, you can say, you know, if you're really interested, then um, reach out to me later and I can give you more information. Right. right. Chances are they won't. So <laughs> you probably won't have to worry about that anyway. Yeah. All right. So tip number five, stay focused on what truly matters. And that is the good company. Peas and Carrots member Jessica Rigolo wisely states, I try to view the event more about the people and less about the food. I'll bring something I can eat and if and if and uh, if, if that's it, fine. I'm enjoying myself and not starving. I might eat more when I get home 
or load up on the dessert as a rarity. <laughs> <laughs> so many of my crowd uh, are veg friendly. It's not usually an issue, but if I expect it to be, I'll have some protein on my own earlier. Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely, advice. it's absolutely true. And we've done that many times. So. Yes. All right. Number six. Keep a sense of humor. Yeah. And that's very much tied to the soapbox thing, I think. You're going to get some people, you know, and I think it's just really important to understand when somebody's truly being, trying to be hurtful Mm -hmm. versus just giving you, uh, what do you say? Giving you the business. (laughs) (laughs) Giving you the business, (laughs) yeah. But in a lighthearted way. So, you know, if if Uncle Mike says, "Uh, you're missing something on your plate there or whatever. Do I have an Uncle Mike that is from... The 1940s, and <laughs> he's a high waisted I don't know fast where that talker. accent came from. <laughs> hey, you're missing something on your plate there. Mm. I don't have an uncle that talks like that. I don't know where that came from. I don't know. We've been watching some old time yeah. movies. Maybe it came from Maybe that. Maybe so. Um, well, and you know, it's like my dad. It's like he always has to throw in a a meat joke yeah you know but he he doesn't do it in a a, a harmful way. It's yes. just a stupid joke, and I just kind of say something else and you know i tell you this too all the time there's a difference between a doormat and actually just being lighthearted about Mm -hmm. it you know so if somebody's really being mean to you just walk away from them but if somebody is actually just giving you a good-natured ribbon it's not necessary to beat them down (laughs) right right all right, so let's talk about this gift list. This is our uh, tip number seven here, the gift list. Now, this is something, this is not really food related, but this is something that we've talked about with our family this year, and this is evolving. We've been giving gifts for... We've been pushing for this we, for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think every year we just kind of keep bringing it up, and we've gotten your brother on board for the most part. And My brother and I are on a, on a no card, so yeah. we don't give each other cards. No wrapping necessary no. either. We're, we're, we're just going to get to a friendly nod at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Happy holidays. But we, exactly. But uh, I have a, I started a closed family, th- uh, private group for our family. On Facebook. On Facebook, where we can share gift ideas for ourselves and for the kids. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest thing because around Christmas, everybody's stressing. I know we've gotten things before that we just, we're really not going to use. And I feel bad about that. Right. But it, because it's wasting, right? right. And I, I know somebody went out and had to get that and it's wasting. So right. Right. Uh, we, and we also, we're not going to use a, luckily, I think most of our family knows a steakhouse gift, gift card, card is not. Yeah. We just not. end up re-gifting those. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, um, Th- consider that. That's one thing to consider if it's possible with your friends or your family to have some sort of uh, uh, Facebook group, Facebook group or, or something, so you don't have to be or emailing. Yeah, and you shouldn't feel pressure also to spend money on a steakhouse gift card. I mean, there's so many gift cards. So if somebody says, "Oh, I like salt grass or whatever," <laughs> right, right. I mean, you can buy one of those generic gift card like gift the card. Visa yeah, and also thing. the Visa just have. Uh, it's uh, just a, a. You can use wherever. Yeah. Right. You can use wherever. <laughs> right. But then, so, yeah, some of the, and then some of these um, also like Amazon, mm-hmm. right? Some of the more generic or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and some of our younger uh, niece, nephew couples, we'll just give them cash because, I mean, our, uh, our yeah. niece just got married and they they have everything they need, like for the house. They just said, you know, we could use cash because we're trying to, we're saving to buy a house, cash. right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who older than that couldn't use cash? But right. it's always seems like a faux pas or something, you know, when you get older, like 
I didn't yeah. put a lot of thought to, into it. But no. You know what? Cash is cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like cash. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully these tips have given you some ideas for helping you to navigate through the holidays. It really should not be a stressful time. We should be there. If you focus on what's important, what matters, and that is your family and friends, you should have an amazing time. Yeah. So to everyone, this like uh, like you said, this is coming out the Sunday before Christmas. So if you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate Hanukkah, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, um, anything else we forgot, Happy Everything. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.